As humans, we're naturally driven by the search for better. But when it comes to hiring, the best way to search for a candidate isn't to search at all. Don't search, match with Indeed. When I was looking to hire someone, it was so slow and overwhelming. I wish I had used Indeed. If you need to hire, you need Indeed. Indeed is your matching and hiring platform with over 350 million global monthly visitors, according to Indeed data, and a matching engine that helps you find quality candidates fast. Ditch the busy work. Use Indeed for scheduling, screening, and messaging so you can connect with candidates faster. And Indeed doesn't just help you hire faster. 93% of employers agree Indeed delivers the highest quality matches compared to other job sites, according to a recent Indeed survey. And listeners of this show will get a $75 sponsored job credit to get your jobs more visibility at Indeed.com slash podcast. That's Indeed.com slash podcast. Terms and conditions apply. Judy was boring. Hello. Then Judy discovered Chumbacasino.com. It's my little escape. Now Judy's the life of the party. Oh, baby, mama's bringing home the bacon. Whoa, take it easy, Judy. The Chumba life is for everybody. So go to Chumbacasino.com and play over 100 casino-style games. Join today and play for free for your chance to redeem some serious prizes. Chumbacasino.com. No purchase necessary. Void were prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Braddock, I was Gareth in the Doctor Who TV movie. Ask me what it's like to kiss Ryan Reynolds on the mouth. You're listening to Mark Who 42. Welcome to Marku 42's Universe here on Odyssey Radio, the GeekCast Radio Network, and Marku42.com. I'm your host, Mark Baumgarten. Yay! And with me today are... Eduardo M. Fryer. Hey, Ed. How's it going? It's going fine, although I'm mad at you because you're not aware of the total adorableness that is Jeff the Landshark. Oh, okay. Shame I, I on only, you. Okay, you're right. Shame on you. Now, Shame now you. I know that Shame. you had... Okay, who else? I'm not going to say what I wanted to say. Who else do we have? Vicky Jacobowski. Hi, Vicky. Hi. How are things going? Okie dokie. <laughs> I hear next week you're going to Sylvester Stallone's house. No, no, <laughs> no. Excuse me. Oh, but I dear. will be going to the Rocky Mountains. The ro- oh, the Rocky Mountains. Yeah. You see how I got oh, the mistake wow. there. You can see my uh-huh. mistake. Rocky Mountains. That's I'm funny. sorry. I got that wrong. I, uh, checks in the I'm too old to be one of his girlfriends, so that wouldn't work. <laughs> you sure? Okay. Because <laughs> if you think about how old he is, you're younger. So, okay. Uh, well, me too. <laughs> Who else do? <laughs> Finally, we. Oh, God, that was bad. Finally, we also have Zion Kiros. Hey, Zion. Hi. Hey, you know, last week, Zion and I attended PalmCon. Yes. Uh, how, do you, how do you think it went, Zion? It went well. I think yeah. it did. Yeah, I made a little money at the booth and we had our panel, which was more of a discussion. We had more of a rap session at the panel than our original topic, but I think it went well. And Zion, we've been invited back next year. <laughs> nice. Yeah. <sighs> 
So uh want to thank Martin Piero and all the gang out there at PalmCon. We had a great time. Okay, now that we've got the housekeeping out of the way, sweep, sweep, um, let's, oh, that was bad too. Let's now talk about our topic. Now, I got a question for you. What if we talked about the second half of the season of what if? What if? Yeah, maybe. Well, you know, I got an okay, idea. What if you force us? Yeah, what if I let <laughs> Vicky run the discussion like she did on the first half of the what Ooh. if discussion? What if? <laughs> well, Vicky, what if I asked you? I might say yes. Okay, then, Vicky, could you do it? Sure. Yay! I get off this week. Oh, oh, oh! You know, no way, Vicky. Vicky, I have to stop for a second. I, I did forget something. Uh oh. Before we start, and something very, very important. We just got breaking news a couple of days ago. Um, <gasps> Doctor Who. You know, Mark Who Forty Two used to be a Doctor Who show, so I have to bring up Doctor Who. We got news that. The 13th season of Doctor Who, which will now be called Doctor Who Flux. Yeah, that's the episode, Flux, will be starting on Halloween. Yay! Yay! Halloween! Scary, folks, scary. Um, and, and to mark this occasion, BBC America is going to have a marathon starting on Thursday, October 28th at midnight uh, with Series 2, Episode 4, Girl in the Fireplace. So... Now, we'll be talking a lot more about this news and other Doctor Who news in our extra segment. If you're listening to Odyssey Radio, you will not get this. So go to markwho42.com, Geekcast Radio Network, or anywhere on the platform. Look for the Mark Who 42 podcast. Not Mark Who 42's universe, the Mark Who 42 podcast. And at the end of the show, after the regular show, we will have tons and tons of Doctor Who stuff. Just saying. Now, Vicky, what if you started? Okay, well, let's just dig right in, guys. Dig right in the what if. So I'm, I'm going to sort of go in order, but uh, everything goes. We know that. Mm -hmm. So we start with episode six. So we've, we've had our zombies. Mm -hmm. Now we move on to the next story. What if Killmonger rescued Tony Stark? Now, most of the MCU viewers will remember that in the very first Iron Man movie, he is attacked by an IED while he's out in Iraq showing off his guns. Well, what if everything we know about that first movie changed? Ed, how did you feel about it? Yeah, I, hey, interesting. Interesting. I mean, I, I, I remember seeing the, uh, I remember seeing like the, the previews for the episode. Mm-hmm. Where you have like, uh, where you have, you know, Killmonger saving Stark, and it's like, wow, okay, this could be interesting. And then, yeah, you know, we had, uh, in many ways, uh, Killmonger was actually in a good partner for Stark, and other ways not. Yes, Zion, what was your reaction to this episode? Um, it was the most left field of. Of the of all of them, I I, I kind of feel it's like yeah, this is the one that even though it's a good episode, this is the question that no one asked, and no one really mm. kind of wanted to wanted to explore. At least me, because like it, it, it's an odd pairing. 
right? It, it is, it, isn't it? A very leftier like, like from Earth one nine 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 nine, which is this is this one should mm-hmm. be like Earth like five. That's how parallel <laughs> it is, kind of. But like, um, well, yeah, I would yeah, agree with just, that. Yeah, but like, yeah, it's just not really memorable for me because of kind of like that. It, like, I it's an odd pairing, right? And like from like the jump, I kind of figured out like. Like 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 where this is gonna go? Okay, he's gonna he's gonna kill Stark. He's gonna go back to Wakanda. He's probably gonna take over right Wakanda. because we didn't change Killmonger's origin story. Yes, exactly. That still existed. So since that still existed, when he turns around and he saves Stark, you know there has to be an ulterior motive, and you kind of watch the whole episode going, okay, and when does he turn? When does he turn? Come on. Yes, and then Let he does. Some... And like, I knew it was going to happen. I knew it was going to happen. <laughs> yeah, yeah, it's, it, 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 it's pretty much like it's predictable. At least not it, from my point of view. But like, yeah, it, it's was. just it's okay. It, I I like if I'd give it from a scale from like one to ten, I give it like a six. Oh, that's like a C. What did you think, Mark? Uh, I thought it was the worst episode of the nine. <laughs> I, yeah. I gotta tell you something. I got to think. When Pepper Potts tells you something, Stark, you better listen to her. Every that time. is true. Pepper, he that gets is true. Most, Tony gets in the most trouble when he doesn't pay attention to Pepper. Just yes. saying. Um, Killmonger, uh, Black Widow, uh, not Black Widow, uh, Black Panther. Um, yeah, big mistake there. Um, I I loved Black Panther, but Killmonger, I, I couldn't even remember who he was. I couldn't until I remember. Oh, okay. Um, you know, I thought about it. Um, and Tony Stark getting saved and not getting the thing through the heart. I think there was an actual what if comic about this. I think this was there, there was there was an actual story about this before that I think was much better. Um, but who no, was I, I just I, I gotta give this episode a pass. I really do. Um, I, it was obvious that he was gonna turn on Stark because you know once i realized who killmonger was that was obvious um right. i don't know it just didn't work for me well it's because unlike the others you kind of felt like you knew how this one was going to end yeah from from moment two you knew exactly how it was going to end because it had to end that way yeah oh completely um, and if you think about episode seven that one where the hell did that come from so yeah episode six which you saw before in hindsight, was terrible. Yes, not terrible. It, it I won't was say not, terrible. It just wasn't as good. It, it wasn't, wasn't as, as strong as, as the others are. No. I do. I do have to mention one thing that made me giggle. Why I was watching it was when they made the comment about it looking like a Gundam. The, yes. The drone uh, suits. Yep. yep. And and Killmonger's uh, outfit very much felt like a Gundam. I'm like, nice little nod there. We'll take that. Um. But, you know, even the drones look like the ones from Iron Man 2 that Ivan made. Right. So I understand that it's you know supposed to show a ripple effect and how some things would still happen. Mm-hmm. But it did. It, it just I have to agree with you guys. It is not as strong. I liked it. But when I compare it to the others, yeah. eh, you know, it's towards the bottom. The only thing I, I liked say- less than it was the zombies. <laughs> You know what? I will say I like this. I liked a zombie. I liked a zombie episode. I don't I like to, zombies. I have to go back and read Marvel Zombies now. Uh, oh. No, it's not good, Marvel Zombies? It's uh, good. Uh, it depends on your yeah. it's, 
Yeah, okay. it depends on your well, taste. Well, then I have to I'm go back really to the thing. 70s and be friends with a Marvel zombie. Would that be all right? Okay. Okay, right, I think that's that better. Be oh, that's okay. fine. That's you know, fine. I will say that, okay, I will say this about the Killmonger episode. I did like the end where Killmonger goes into the, you know, the where he, you know, they're they're doing the thing where he eats the heart-shaped herb and he goes to like meet the right. ancestors and T'Challa's there and he's like, was it worth it? but you know you already knew that it was setting up for something when sherry and pepper potts join forces yeah and then it ends i was like oh no i want more now i want more because i want to see those two do because i love those characters despite when it's ultra especially let's move on especially sherry (laughs) oh yes love that character can't wait to see what they do in wakanda forever with her Mm -hmm. oh yeah so episode seven much better hilarious oh yeah <laughs> what if thor was an only child oh yeah he'd, he'd be um, a silly so basically person. yeah well you know he'd, he'd be a very he'd be a it. very immature person who's very fun to be with <laughs> he is the person you'd want to go drink Vegas! <laughs> yeah. um. of course it makes sense what would thor do he would return but instead of going to what was it the the desert of New Mexico, he ends up in Vegas. It's not okay. that far. Okay. It's not that. It's far. not that far. You don't, you don't live. You don't live on bridge. the side of the country, Mark. No, no, no. no. I'm talking about for <laughs> Thor. For, yeah, Thor, for Thor, it's, it's not, not that, that far. far. It's like a, he just has to jump, and he's there. That's all. <laughs> well, That's Zion, all. what how did what did you think about this one? What did you what, like about it? Come on, um, it's good. I. Uh, it, I just find it odd. Is Thor permalocked on comedy now? Since yeah, you're like, right. Look, there is the first, wrong. the first two Thors, he was depressing. It was depressing, and there was like nothing funny is, really going no, on. And then in the Avengers, and then Thor three, he's a comedian. There, there's well, the wrongest you, episode. We needed yeah. a um, comedic relief episode because, like, we've had zombies, yeah. multi death, Killmonger, multi death, multi death. So, like, this needed, so well, you needed something to like refresh the palette. And this was what the episode was. But, like, yeah, oh, yeah. It, yeah, like, it, it's just that yeah. Thor is permalocked on comedy now. Is this the new. Well, but think template? about it. This, this would go in line with Thor 1. Yes. So in the first Thor, he's a screw up. He goes around, right. he likes to beat up people, he likes to drink and party with his friends. Yeah. So this is that Thor that mm-hmm. then had to be humbled by his father and sent to Earth with no powers right. to meet all these humans that he would then care for and then mature. So this is the very immature Thor we meet from moment one. Okay, mm-hmm. here's my question. Yep. I like why, I like that. I like that. Why did he start acting as silly and immature and fun like that without having siblings i don't understand why there was a change when he didn't have loki and and everyone in his life i don't get it i don't see what the cause what the ripple effect was i just know that he's a fun loving guy who likes to get drunk which he was before especially since loki eventually ended up in his life anyway yeah, as, as so a good in friend, a different though. capacity. I will say that having three sisters and two brothers, um, siblings shape you in ways that you can't even imagine. Right. And not having, you know, if I didn't have one of those people in my life, 
-hmm. what would be different about me? Um, you know, if I hadn't changed all those diapers, what would have been different about me? Um, yep. <laughs> but you well, know, Loki was a different why. temperament, and they're kind of like, even though Loki is the trickster, there's a certain bit of a they feed off of each other, and actually ends up making them better people. Even though Loki goes a little nuts a few times. Mm -hmm. Um, Loki's actually a better person for all the people he meets. And I think Thor would be too. And the fact that, you, you know, his, he's a spoiled child at this point, mm -hmm. which is why mm -hmm. when his mom comes, they have to clean up the whole universe or the whole planet real quick. Well, I guess an only child is, is spoiled. I guess an only <laughs> child gets spoiled by his parents. It's true. I have a question because this episode like opens like a, a theme that like I'm gonna bring up later within the um, show. So we have Captain Marvel, right? Yes. Captain yep. Marvel ha was previously stated as the strongest Avenger. She is the strongest yes. out of all of them here. Why can't she handle Thor right now? She can. She was holding back so not to destroy part of the planet. No, I yes. guess that's that. why at the but that's like, why at the end she was going to punch him into oblivion and cause basically all of the desert and all of the land within 500 miles or something a radius or something, something like, like that. that was going to destroy it and that's why shield had a nuclear arsenal behind him to do the same thing in case captain marvel couldn't do it but captain marvel would have done the same thing as nuclear bombs would have done except without radiation or maybe like, with radiation i don't well, know you're well, no, that's you're, true like the thing is that you tell me that that like, you can't put him in, into submission um, that might yeah, be I do. thinking it, but maybe not. <laughs> yeah, I, do I think gotta... it was Thor's. I think it was Thor's hammer. She was having more of a problem with than Thor. Now, like mm. I, I am only saying this because like the power scaling is a bit inconsistent, and like I will, I will yes. keep going on with this. So and like I will bring this up later, but like yeah, this is, like kind of like where I that that's like one of a, a small thing. It doesn't really matter, but like mm -hmm. you, you just notice it. Well, yeah. isn't that true in the comics? I mean, you see that in all the movies and all the TV shows. There's always those minor inconsistencies. Well, if they can do yes. X, why can't they do Y? Right. Yes. You know, I know Ed's seen this in a lot of comics over the years. Oh, yeah. <laughs> yep. It's an ongoing joke, isn't it? You know, why did it work in this comic series right. but not in that one? It, it's to fit the writer story. Yes. Whenever, yeah. I mean, you know, Superman, when John Byrne took over, he had a power reduction. Uh, when he left, uh, certain writers wrote that he could do things that he couldn't. It just, it depends on what the writer needs for his story, what the writer wants to do. And right. obviously, the writer of this story wanted, needed Captain Marvel to not be able to knock Thor out at the beginning. That's what was needed for the story. Zion, that's, the, that's as simple kill. as it was. It yes. was needed for the story. Well, but you bring up, but see, you bring up, okay, you bring up uh, the John Byrne run of Superman, mm. starting with Man of Steel. Yeah. See, at least with that, we're talking that, we're talking that um, a full, you know, with Superman and his power reduction, we're talking a full reboot. It was a reboot. Yeah. But then, it was a reboot. But then so later then on, but then after he left, people adjusted that reboot to what they needed for the story so he did a reboot his was ground zero but then later ones didn't disregard ground zero to make their story better to the way they needed it to be 
I'm just I'm just saying different writer regardless of John Byrne, different writers yeah. change it for the need of the story. It's the need of the story that's more important than continuity of points. Yeah. Now, of course, we have to point out. Like, that. You know, you see that in Doctor Who. You see that in Doctor Who. It's <laughs> been around lazy, for 58 yeah. years. That's true. Continuity. You can't keep continuity no, up for 58 years. No, because said it would, you know, first Doctor through today. And this was true. Then that was true. You know, like, you, you know, you can only regenerate once. Then it was 12. Then it was God knows how many times. And. <laughs> <laughs> Zion, our panel at the conventions was on the Timeless Child. How is that yeah. have anything to do with continuity? <laughs> it was to fit. Um. It was to fit Chris Chibnall's story idea. Whether it was good or bad, it was to fit the writer's story. Yes, that's it. But that doesn't make it good. No, no, it doesn't. True. It doesn't. It totally doesn't. But it's some people did like it, so for them it was good. That being said, this episode did exactly its job. It was very funny. Yes, oh, I agree. It, did. it was very yeah. funny. And yet at the same time, I couldn't understand. OK, how is this? Uh, what if story? I don't get it. Uh, nothing bad is going to come out of this. There, This is so wrong. Well, we got and, one and thing good out course, of it. No, no. But I mean, a, it was a happy ending. Well, until yes. Until the last <laughs> second. Until the last. What yes. ifs don't have happy endings. <laughs> they, True. The end of the story. But we got Natalie Portman yeah. back. Natalie Portman came back as yeah. Jane Foster, mm -hmm. and oh, wow. we know she's going to be in the next Thor movie. Yes. Oh. So you know, we got a little little twist in there. You know, when we have so many actors who didn't voice their characters in this series, it was kind of nice to have her come back as mm -hmm. her first four way back into the mcu oh yes it was, it was very good it was very good um i will say that i will say this with this with this episode i'm sorry but uh when i saw darcy marrying howard the duck i feel like since we have uh i feel like since we have stuff like the multiverse of madness coming up i feel like we need a scene where the howard from this episode runs into you know uh mainstream oh, and MCU Darcy, Darcy and Beverly have a cat fight. I would pay to see that. That's true. You know what That's either true. a cat fight? Okay, either a cat Darcy and Beverly, that'd be great. Or will you not interrupt me? Yes I will. Yes. Thank you. Anyway, <laughs> but either a cat fight or at least have the Howard from this episode show up, see Darcy and be like, there's my uh... wife. And then Darcy just like <laughs> I married a duck. She's like, what the hell was I drinking that night? Yeah, or or at least like, I didn't marry. When did I marry a duck? <laughs> Remember that day in Vegas? Woo! Yeah. But so, I mean, oh, you're an alternate universe, Darcy. Okay, I see how it is. We, we've got about two minutes oh, left, and we've got about two minutes left in this segment. Let's talk about the last two minutes of episode seven. Oh, oh boy! In two minutes God. or less. In two minutes or less. Oh, um, <laughs> can we do it in two oh, minutes or less? <laughs> that, that is very difficult okay. um, because, you know, it, it is leading up to what's happening. But the fact yeah. that I swear earlier in the show, you saw um, Ultron's drones dancing mm -hmm. and oh, then yeah. they change. 
And, you know, they've cleaned up the world. Fergus right. comes, she sees them all behaving. And Thor's about to ask Jane Foster out for a date. But then an army of drones appears. And it's right. Ultron in Vision's body with all the stones. What the bleak, you know? Uh, <laughs> what, what was your thought on it, Eddie? I was like, whoa, okay, whoa, that's a, no, that's a cliffhanger. Holy cow. Yeah. Like you thought it would just end simply with, you know, you thought it would just end right. simply with like, oh yeah, no, it's just going to be, you know, we're just going to do this. But then all of a sudden it's like, no, we're going to end. I, I had feelings about where the series would go, mm-hmm. but seeing this, I'm like, oh, I think I know what's going to happen. Yeah. Well, all I can say is like I, you know, I, I said a few seconds ago that how is this a what if story in terms of bad things happening? You know, it ended on a happy ending. Well, but in the last didn't. thirty seconds, sort of. it didn't end in a happy ending. In fact, it, it I, and that media. I mean, the episode was great anyway. I loved the com- comedy from it, but that ending, I was like, okay, it's what if. You know what makes it even more funnier? What that that the watcher's reaction is exactly everyone else's reaction. Wait, what? <laughs> exactly. That perfect. Was, it was, you know, like just seeing it, it was again, something out of complete left field and you knew yeah. something you, you never thought of, but something that's absolutely terrifying. You're like, holy crap, what is that? Yeah, yep. good point. And I'd like to point out what's interesting about this episode is all the different characters you have from the various in- mcus you know sometimes they're in the background but you can see them so Uh you've got characters from guardians you've got characters from iron man you got characters from thor captain america i mean you've got all these different some of them small characters just sitting there dancing in vegas and you know what else about it nobody was minding the shop you know what other characters you've got you've got us taking a break here (laughs) on marku 42's universe yes we're characters here we'll be right back right after this oh you're definitely a character (laughs) (laughs) we'll be back with more of mark who 42's universe hello amigo i'm chiquita banana and i've come to say bananas have to ripen in a certain way and when they're flecked with brown and have a golden hue bananas taste the best and are the best for you you can put them in a salad you can put them in a pie any way you want to eat them it's impossible to beat them but bananas like the climate of the very very tropical equator so you should never put bananas in the refrigerator to have bananas that are fully ripe you must be absolutely sure to take them home and let them ripen in a temperature oh sure 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 hey this is shane grove host of the from the shadows podcast if you need a good laugh in the middle of the week join me jason greetings the Ozark Howler. Ow! On the Midweek Howl here on the Odyssey Radio Network. When I howl, I only howl on Odyssey. That's very well put. 
Ajax cuts grease faster than any other leading cleanser. Use the pain, the elbow packs, when you start cleaning with Ajax. Ajax really polishes as it cleans. So use Ajax, the foaming cleanser. Both the dirt, right down the drain. My gosh, they're right. You are listening to Mark Who 42's Universe on Odyssey Radio. Welcome back to Mark Who 42's Universe here on Odyssey Radio, the Geekcast Radio Network, MarkWho42.com, and podcast platforms around the world, including iTunes and Audible. I'm your host, Mark Baumgarten. With me today are Zion Kiros, Eduardo M. Fryer, and Vicki Jakabowski, in any order you want to put them. <laughs> what if we were can what if we're gonna continue our story? Yes, our show. Our story? Does that make sense? What if I made a goof? Okay, so we're talking about the second half of the first season of Disney Plus's and Marvel Studios. Great animated show, What If? Continuing the MCU in different realities and dimensions and, and universes. And we're going to let Vicky run the show. Vicky? Hey, so we just ended with episode seven. What if Thor was an only child? Mm-hmm. And it's happy, it's great. And then in the very last moments, suddenly everything is interrupted by drones of Ultron. And yes. Ultron is in Vision's body and has all six Infinity Stones, which of course goes into episode eight. What if Ultron won? Now, I'll be honest. When I just saw that title, I was like, ooh, that's going to be a bad one. That's going to be a rough one. And it so was. So let's jump in. Mark, talk to me about Ultron winning. Uh, Well, Ultron winning. That's a tough one because really, if you think about it, Ultron should have won all along. Thank you. Uh, yeah, thank you. I don't see how the Avengers won in that story. Uh, um, you know, it, w- it was interesting that Hawkeye and uh, Black Widow were the only survivors, or mm-hmm. thought um, the only survivors on uh, this planet Earth, which again should have been our planet Earth, but eh, whatever. Uh, I love the fact that it opened with um an action sequence but it should have and it did uh yep. hawkeye uh is great with his bow and arrow <laughs> i i mean really i i want to hear what everyone else has to say before i give my my review on this so well, let's, let's move on to zion yeah. zion throw in your bits you know um i saw this episode right and I was very skeptical about how Ultron was supposed to get these stones because, of course, Thanos has some of the stones, right? But, like, so the first, like, five minutes happened and my mind switched the whole episode from what if Ultron won to what if Ultron stopped telling jokes. <laughs> and, yeah, we, we actually get Ultron. And here, yeah. we, here we are. There it is. And so, yeah, so, okay, he... he he gets the Mind Stone. Makes sense, right? And so, yeah. of course, Thanos shows up. And my knee-jerk reaction to when he just slides him in half is like, yo, that should be impossible because he has Time Stone, Power Stone, blah, blah, right? Mm-hmm. But then I thought about it. 
Ultron's a super AI. Right. He has the ability to process stuff faster than Thanos can ever think of. Yes. Thanos died in six seconds. Count it. He died in six seconds. So wow. in those six seconds, he's still pro- probably still processing this, this situation. Now the Mind Stone, he could read his mind. Read a mind oh. over like 10 million times. Probably one second. Then that's why he says fascinating as he's looking at the stones. Now he knows what, what the stones are. Split. He wasn't paying attention. And so I was like, okay, so everything makes sense. This is literally what this is. What if Ultron stopped mm-hmm. telling jokes? That's an interesting way of looking at it. Because like, here's the thing. Thanos just shows up, right? Has to come up yeah. with this random monologue about he, how he has to desolate the planet and you're the last step of him conquering his entire life story. And, they, and he's just there like, I'm not hearing none of that. Bye. I thought it was funny uh, when he, he, he slices yes. him in half. That, was that, that, that actually was great. It's like, whoa! Yeah, I mean, that's, that's <laughs> going to be indelibly printed in my brain for the rest of my life, that shot. I did, I did see a couple of posts on social media that were like, what the what? What the what? <laughs> what? But, it, you know, that's what's so great. I mean, Ed, come on. Tell me you really like this episode. Oh yeah, no, no, I, I, I like it. I mean, okay, yeah, we gotta, we gotta go from having a, uh, we gotta go from having a lighthearted episode into this is another one of those of and everybody dies. This was, I think, the exactly. darkest episode. But, was this the darkest episode? One hundred percent. Oh yeah, uh, and that's why I loved it. No, I would say the darkest episode was the Strange Supreme episode because the entire yeah, okay. freaking all right. You got me. Think about it: the entire freaking uh, the entire freaking universe gets wiped out. Hold on, though. Hold on. The end of yep. the story. The end of the story is worse than the whole universe. <laughs> Just saying. Okay, now I have to admit because we chatted about this last time, but Ultron yeah. really looked like. Um, Galacticus, when he's like chewing on the galaxies and oh, the way yeah. his his helmet looks and everything, it was just, whoa. Uh, I'm like, interesting. I like the visuals, even if it's a different character, but it kind of would make sense when you think about it. it. That would be what Ultron was. I mean, he would be this, this omnipotent, unbeatable, theoretically, being and he's so sentient that he's here's the watcher when that happened and you kind of thought that that was probably going to happen yeah but when it happened it was a little hard to oh no now the story changes (laughs) yep and the when he gets into the i mean it kind of looks like the matrix hall yeah um (laughs) but when he gets into the matrix hall it's like you can't come in here how'd you get in here you know it's just like you know, um, yeah. When that part hit, right? Like, like this whole episode has like two giant knee-jerk reactions, right? Because like my yes. whole like Marvel thought process, right, is still in my head. And as soon as he breaks into the multiverse, I'm like, okay, so the stones are inactive now, right? Because I've seen like a billion, a whole ton right. of stories where it gets inactive, right? But then all it takes is just one little thought process, right? This, yeah. This is the this is the universe where. The, these stones can work in all other universes. This is that one universe, ain't it? Ah. Mm. Yeah. You know, all mm. I can say is it's creepy. I like to watch. Uh. 
Yes. No, but the watcher. Yeah, that should be the title of the episode. It's not. But that's <laughs> what the episode. Like no, but I mean, him, but speaking, I like it's funny. Watch. You know, it's funny you bring that up because it's like the watch. You know, the the stuff where the watcher and Ultron actually throw down. That's like, I was like, holy yes. cow, this is. And as they go through universe after universe after universe, and you recognize some of those universes, yeah. including, am I wrong, but didn't a couple of those look a little Star Wars-ish to you? Yes, yes, he, oh. <laughs> he went to Mr. Park. Master, yeah. Well, Disney gave him, uh, maybe Disney. Well, that's true. Well, you know, rights. it's, hey. Uh... Why not? Disney owns them all. Yeah. Yep. <laughs> then why don't we see a Magic Kingdom shot? Oh, that would have been so perfect. <laughs> yeah, you know what they probably like Mickey Mouse talking and they just come through. Well, you yeah, know, that might have been too corny. Yeah, that <laughs> might have been a little too much. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. That might have okay. been a little too much. But <laughs> yes. but still it was great watching it and the yeah. you know, in a very short period of time, due to really good visuals. You you get the point across. You understand. You you quickly, even if you'd never read any of these comic books, even if you didn't even necessarily have a lot of MCU background, right. someone could watch this episode and still get what was going on. Uh-huh. Again, yes. something that the MCU in general does. You don't have to be the diehard fans we are yeah. to be able to watch the various movies and shows and not be able to enjoy some of it because of the fact that you don't have to know everything that happened right. in order to understand yeah. what the hell they're talking about. And of course, when it ends in to be continued, I was like, Oh, hell no. You mean I got to wait another week? Damn it. <laughs> Cause you, you know, it was going to end in our favor. Theoretically, mm-hmm. it kind of had to, right. Yeah. You know, <laughs> Because we're going to go into um, the Spider-Man and the Doctor Strange movies, yeah. which are multiverses. So everyone can't die. Yeah. <laughs> do, do you remember in the last episode, not, not last episode, but the episode before when we talked about the what if first half, when I said, yeah. it looks like the Watcher is appearing more and more in each episode. Yes. And I bet he's going to get involved. That's uh, by yes. the end of it. Well, uh, I, I win. I th- win something. Ding, 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 ding. <laughs> uh. But it's true. It, it's like, you know, anything that has watchers in it, you know, it, it's mm-hmm. a term that's been used in multiple different um, genres and stories over the years. Eventually, watchers always have to get involved yeah. because you can't just sit idly by and watch everything <laughs> be destroyed. Because then what are you going to do? No, and here's the thing. I mean, because, yeah, it's not just that Watchers get involved. It's that Watu himself, you know, he, I, th- I think if you look at all the times Watchers have gotten involved, Watu would have the gold star. Yeah. For all the yeah. times he's like, for all the times he's like, I have sworn not to interfere. Something will happen and he'll be like, and, then he and here I am interfering. You know, it's, yeah. <laughs> it's, yeah, he'll interfere. He'll interfere <laughs> And then, of course, but then, of course, uh, once again, he'll be like, and I cannot interfere. It's like, <laughs> okay, dude, you're going to do it again anyway. You're going to do it anyway, aren't you? Where were the like, other Watchers? That's what I was going to ask. This is something that is about to annihilate all of the multiverse. Yeah. Why aren't there other Watchers? At least there should have been saying, a continue, hey, continue. You, you have to deal with that. You have yeah. to deal with that right well, now. I'll say this. If Watu gets in trouble for this, 
if Watu gets in trouble for, for interfering like this, I mean, he could use the explanation of, yeah, the multiverse was going to get annihilated. Really, it was all about self-preservation. Yes. It was defending yeah. myself. There you go. And so there he, you go. See? And, and Watcher, if you're on trial, call me. I'll be your lawyer. And you yeah. know, the watcher, the watcher is, you know, supposedly getting involved. And all he's doing is watching Hawkeye and Black Widow look for a piece of information. Uh, look there. No, no, no. You're gonna oh get God, it. That, he's not I'm helping. So, I, I, he's I was, not getting laughing. involved. He's just going, Oh, come on, you gotta do it. Come that on, oh, come on. So you haven't done it. I love it. He, he's not getting involved. He doesn't get involved until and oh, I'm not gonna an get there. But... Character you could kind of seem like come on. Yeah, you know, yeah. <laughs> just yep. he, he wasn't getting involved so well. Yeah, no, oh, but I, 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 I did have to laugh. I did have to laugh at that scene. It's like, come on, it's right there. It's right there. It's right there. Come on, <laughs> come on, a little further up, a little further well, up. How many of us have watched a movie and said, it's right under the table? Oh, my yeah. God, find it already. And, and I, I love the fact of who they went to help save the day. That was so good. To find an analog AI, if you can call him an AI, of... of you know, Dr. Zola, you know, from from Captain America and and, you know, and we saw him in the Winter Soldier. And of course, he's loaded up one more else. It's probably not not this not this episode specifically, but I do love that we had a nod to Zola's uh, comic book look. Yeah, uh, I just like his sense of humor and the fact that he brought a little comedy to a very difficult situation yep so okay now we're going into what if the watcher broke his oath yeah because i was just i was just i was just saying you know the watcher's not getting involved he said he's gonna get well finally the watcher gets involved yes so basically (laughs) we got yeah so basically we got uh what if the watch yeah i I love when i saw the title and then just like it's like what if the watcher broke his oath and then I just had to chuckle to myself and go, in other words, Tuesday. Every day. <laughs> in other <laughs> words, Tuesday. <laughs> if it's today, it must be the watcher breaking his oath. As he's swearing, I should not interfere, but I have no choice. If it's Tuesday, it must be Maury. <laughs> I swear, he is just like Mr. In- Incredible. I-, I can't interfere, but I also can't tell you that you have to go to Galactus' house and un- under his drawer is yeah. open. Yep. I can't tell you that you have to come back and show it to him. Yep. Fantastic Four, 49 <laughs> and 50. I could, I could, you know, I, I could tell you about the ultimate nullifier in Galactus' house, but no, I shouldn't. Yeah. Well, I love oh, okay, the way so I go he to Galactus' goes... house. I don't know what you're talking about. Yeah, I love the way he, uh, the, the Watcher goes and starts to recruit everybody. Because we've got uh, Captain Carter and Black Widow. Mm-hmm. Uh, from the first episode nearing right. the beginning of the Winter Soldier movie mm-hmm. and and then you know even some of the jokes are the same or slightly twisted right. you know <laughs> and then he comes and he says you know I've chosen you and and he goes and he gets all these people and of course we have to talk about the missing episode of Gamora I, w- I was going to say that I was going to yes. totally say that there was supposed to be an episode, another episode, episode nine this season, which I assume was going to come before all this that didn't happen. They're going to save it for next year. And yes, that scene that that the yes. Gamora 
and Tony Stark, we never got. I was totally going to bring that up. Yes. And, you know, what's funny is they said it was postponed due to COVID, which is weird because it was a middle episode. So why would that one have been postponed? There's been lots of speculation. I don't choose to speculate because usually we're all wrong. (laughs) But it'll be interesting that they've pushed this one to season two. And then, of course, I've heard speculation that season two will be the Watchers talking to the Watcher about why did he interfere? And... (laughs) But it'll be well, interesting to see how that will fit in because now we're going to go to the future, but it'll be in the past. Okay, how did I'm about to get a tiny wimey little thing going on here? Mm-hmm. Let's not do that yet. Um, but it's fascinating because you've got Gamora, the slayer of Thanos, mm-hmm. and she has his his double-edged sword or his double double-sided sword. Right. And, you know, although I do love when the Watcher goes to get Thor, that is definitely funny. Uh, yeah. Because it's he's trying to tell Thor that he's the chosen one and Thor's too busy fighting the drones. And so he has to grab him and he's screaming like a little girl, which I absolutely love. It's absolutely perfect. <laughs> yes. so- <laughs> Wait a minute. You know, we completely forgot to, to mention uh, Doctor Strange at the end of episode oh, eight, yes. and this one, oh, uh, yeah. when the Doctor Strange story had come out, where at the end of it he's trapped in a crystal yes. and the universe is gone. I remember in the last story, the last show we did, what if I said, yeah, that meant he died. Well, I was wrong, and and I think Zion was right on this one because yeah. he was still in the crystal. And I just to go back to that continuity matters i think we'll count that Woo-hoo! that's our title today what if continuity matters that's our show title continuity matters all right back to episode nine <laughs> well what's interesting <laughs> is how a little piece of every episode prior to episode nine comes back in either mm-hmm. because he's getting the characters from them or when they are fighting ultron and you know i, I particularly like it when dr strange drops all the zombies on him that was fabulous oh yeah no what i love what i love is when he says it's not the zombies it's what comes with the zombies yes and then we get zombie scarlet witch yeah yeah but then because she loves him he overpowers her i'm like okay that's not right she should have beaten his ass a little bit better (laughs) (laughs) well i think this is what happens when the menace that uh when the menace that you're trying to go against has yes. the face of your, uh, exciting your zombie super... You <laughs> shush! I'm trying to make a point here. Okay, I'm sorry. You shush! What's your point, Ed? Yeah. But yeah, I said, yeah, for, it's... I think because said, you know, uh, Menace had the uh, had the face of the guy you love, that, yeah, um, might be a little difficult to try and take him down. Even if you're a zombie, I, I think she had enough. She probably had enough in her head that you know it's like it's vision. Bam. Yep. Zion, <laughs> yeah. how did you feel about all this? You know, like I was, I was scared for this episode because, like, of course, here's Ultron with the Infinity Stones, right? Right. Ultron clearly shows he knows exactly what to do with the infinity stones and like mm-hmm. this kind of like this like the first episode patched up my problem with thanos because i didn't think that thanos had no idea how to use the stones right but ultron clearly knows how to use the stones right well he's smart 
Yes, exactly. Right. <laughs> Thank smart. you. That, that's understatement. So He's smart. Yeah. So now I, I I'm here thinking that there's there's absolutely zero way that you can beat Ultron in this setting. But maybe that's why the Watcher brings them from different universes. No, see, like that's the thing. They are so small of a pay of grade. They're well, so small of a pay grade. Because, like, think about it. This was like Thanos, right? In, in Infinity Gauntlet, right? Yeah. We had to get all of the cosmic entities to even try and contest this dude, right? I, for I, based on what I saw off of What If Ultron won, we should have been in a near same scenario where maybe it's not like these heroes from this universe, but something bigger on a scale of like the Doctor Strange along with someone else and blah, blah. Cause like- Well, they yeah, wouldn't have been I, able I to like, do it without Doctor Strange. That's no, a given. Of course, of course. Oh, yeah. right? That's the thing. Doctor Strange is of that pay grade who could actually do something. All the others are not. I, I like, love your word pay grade. That is such a great word. I just keep using it. Well, I think it's perfect. I I would say, well, first, well, one thing though, I mean, I'd say that, yeah, Doctor Strange, especially we're talking Strange Supreme, is at the power level to take him on. But also, I think, I think also a little uh, the the Infinity Stones and the Infinity Gauntlet. I wouldn't be surprised if MCU wise, if if they were kind of powered down a little bit. We just watched Ultron eat a a galaxy the previous yeah. episode. Yeah, that is that is true. I mean, that is that is the only thing with that. That is the only problem with that argument. But well, I still it kind of I, feels though like a suicide mission. Yeah. So yes. you know, if they're gonna go and give it their all, and you've got different universes, you have different thought process, you, and you've got Doctor Strange kind of leading it all. In some ways, they were all a distraction so that Doctor Strange could use his powers. Yeah. Although ultimately, it was another AI that brought it down. Yeah. So the AI to bring him down is actually now humanized because we have Zola inside him. We have mm-hmm. Killmonker, who has very human emotions of envy, jealousy, and revenge. The dirty so bastard. Yes. So you now technically don't have the supreme being of of Ultron inside Vision's body anymore. You have two human beings that have human emotions and fealty who are fighting each other for the Infinity Stones. That's the only way we were able to beat Ultron. Exactly. And this is just me. Going through all the hoopla makes it you had a whole you had a whole lot more at least my opinion, easier time and a lot more funner time if you just <laughs> rose the pay grade. Uh. Somehow, have, get, 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 get a Thanos that, that, that got mixed with Bruce Banner, who's now smart, who now has the, the stones, who knows exactly how to use the stones to fight Thanos. Get, I don't know, Captain America, who's been fused with Captain Marvel or something. But like, I don't see how Piggy Carter, frat boy Thor, and so <laughs> I, I, I think I like I, I think I like that strong. descriptor better than party Thor. That's yeah. awesome. <laughs> frat boy I, Thor. That's, I have that's a great. question though. I have a question. So the name of this episode was "What if Watsu got involved?" What is if the broke his oath? Okay, here's the thing. 
he doesn't actually get involved because if you remember at the end of this episode, they're going, oh, it was supposed this this is what was supposed to happen. It, it, the the watcher made what was supposed to happen happen. Right. So they still he, he go didn't back actually to the break universes. his oath. It was basically he was supposed to get involved. He didn't just get involved and break out and cause something to happen. This is how it was supposed to happen. Well, so except that actually, the Black so Widow is sent back to a different universe. She's sent back to the universe of episode three. Well, if you remember at the end of Avengers Endgame, uh, Captain America got sent back to visit. That's true. So I thought that was just a, a take on that. There you go. They returned to their original moments. Yeah. Yeah, except so for sense. well, two well, okay. There, there are two, two places where that diverted. Number one, we have Killmonger and Zola oh, getting right. uh, getting. Well, Zola was from a universe that was already yeah. dead. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Zola well, was well, from a universe that was already dead, so it doesn't matter. Right. Yeah. Well, but the fact that Killmonger got you know Killmonger got grabbed True. by, uh, you know by Watcher, so. In a sense, you know, yeah, that in that particular case, it, you know, uh, he did kind of break things because instead of dropping Killmonger back where he found him, he cheated and was like, okay, yeah, nope. Uh, since you have the Infinity Stones, yeah, I'm going to have you, uh, you know, I'm going to have you just imprisoned here. Strange Supreme can watch over you. Yeah. And then, yeah, he also, and then also the fact that he, uh, he took, you know, he dropped off Black Widow into another unit you know into another universe yes. that lost mm-hmm. theirs it's like i suppose if the watchers are going to be pissed at him mm-hmm. they would probably be mad about that they would probably be like look yeah you had to okay the multiverse was in trouble okay we'll give you a pass for that but hey hey doing this what what what, what the hell man you know, and come it, on well, i have to say before before our time is up I loved the little last teaser when Captain Carter and the Black Widow go where they find in the storage of the ship, the Hydra Stomper, which we all yep. remember from episode one. Yep. And there's someone inside. Well, who was inside the Hydra Stomper in episode one? <laughs> Steve well, Rogers. Steve. Right. So that was Captain a great post credit sequence. We'll probably be getting her endgame ending ending. Yeah. Because, you know, and you see the look on her face and you're like, oh, <laughs> yeah. I actually like that. It Sometimes I can be a romantic. <laughs> <laughs> so in conclusion, Vicky. I, I now want to watch them all over again. I, really I really did. enjoyed this series. Oh, yeah. Yeah. No, I, what if I, I and right? I'm and hoping, season two I'm is hoping already, that I'm hoping that the Watcher makes an appearance, uh, makes like an appearance in the you know in the live action stuff. Yeah. Oh, that would be so cool. I mean, as much as we make as much as we make fun, I love the Watcher. Oh, um, so it would be cool to. It would be cool to Zion? have him around. Doctor Strange made the evil face. He's to be a villain, right? Well, is he? Is he? Well, we'll have to wait to find that out. <laughs> um, so that's the end of our main show here on Odyssey Radio. 
like I said, if you want to hear more, you'll go to the Geekcast Radio Network, marku42.com, or elsewhere around the net looking for the Mark Who 42 podcast. Not Mark Who 42's universe. That's the show you've been listening to. But the Mark Who 42 podcast, where we'll have an extra segment where we'll talk maybe a little more about what if, and we'll be talking about Doctor Who Flux, the premiere Wait, in Halloween you say, of. Did you say else? Did you say elsewhere or else worlds? Because else worlds is DC, <laughs> not Marvel. Else, I said elsewhere. Oh, children, elsewhere. children, children, children. <laughs> so. For Odyssey Radio, we'll bid you adieu. For everyone else, stick right there. We'll be right back here on Mark Who 42's Universe or podcast, whichever you want to call it. We'll be right back. Or bye. <laughs> Thanks for listening to Mark Who 42's Universe with hosts Mark Baumgarten, Eduardo M. Fryer, Zion Kuros, and Vicki Jakubowski. This program was produced and directed by Mark Baumgart. If you'd like to get in touch with us, please go to our Facebook page or email us at markhoo42s.universe at gmail.com. You can listen to old shows at our website, markhoo42.com, or even our YouTube page, markhoo42. You are now entering Odyssey Station. Please remain seated until docking is complete. Odyssey, dare to wonder. As humans, we're naturally driven by the search for better. But when it comes to hiring, the best way to search for a candidate isn't to search at all. Don't search, match with Indeed. When I was looking to hire someone, it was so slow and overwhelming. I wish I had used Indeed. If you need to hire, you need Indeed. Indeed is your matching and hiring platform with over 350 million global monthly visitors, according to Indeed data, and a matching engine that helps you find quality candidates fast. Ditch the busy work. Use Indeed for scheduling, screening, and messaging so you can connect with candidates faster. And Indeed doesn't just help you hire faster. 93% of employers agree Indeed delivers the highest quality matches compared to other job sites, according to a recent Indeed survey. And listeners of this show will get a $75 sponsored job credit to get your jobs more visibility at Indeed.com slash podcast. That's Indeed.com slash podcast. Terms and conditions apply. With the Lucky Land Slots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. This is your captain speaking. Uh, we've got clear runway and the weather's fine, but we're just going to circle up here a while and uh, get lucky. No, no, nothing like that. It's just these cash prizes add up quick. So I suggest you sit back, keep your tray table upright, and start getting lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandSlots.com. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void where prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details.